Eben was afraid of this ghost most of all. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. All right, this is the final installment of this month's four-part story of a teenage carol. If you're just starting with this episode, go back uh, four episodes. It was 57, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, 57. And that's part one of A Teenage Carol. This is the uh, final installment. And I'm very excited for it. So let's get to it. And now episode 61, A Teenage Carol Part 4, The Ghost of Teenage Future. The clock in Eben's room turned 3 a.m., and the now familiar bells chimed. Eben's room turned cold and dark, like he was standing out on the sidewalk under a streetlight that didn't work. Yet, he was still in his room. A shadowy figure appeared before him. The figure was tall, with dark clothing and dark hair hanging down on either side, framing in its face. So much so that its face could not be seen, but sat recessed in an eternal shadow. Eben was afraid of this ghost most of all. Are are you the ghost of teenage future? The specter said nothing. It didn't even move. Are are you going to show me what might happen if if I don't change? No movement from the creature. All right, not a big talker. That's cool. I respect that. Let's let's go then. I'm I'm ready to learn. The spirit turned and walked ahead in a skulking manner. Eben followed, and after taking two steps, found himself back on his school campus. But the students were different. The ones he knew were older, and the ones he didn't know seemed much younger. It was the day before Christmas break, but it was his senior year. The sky was gray and somber. The mood across campus seemed gray too, like everyone was in trouble all at once. The spirit lumbered on and stopped at a group of people in letterman's jackets. He turned his shadowy face to Eben and lifted his pasty skeletal hand and pointed at the group of students. You want me to listen to this? Oh, okay, sure, sure. Eben got closer and listened to the conversation. Oh, have you seen it? Dude, everyone's seen it. It has like 500 followers already. The meme this morning was super bad, a girl said giddily. Look at it. They put his face on the Grinch. She showed her phone to the group, but Eben couldn't get a glimpse of it. Who's doing it? Do they know? Not yet, but whoever it is, is super funny. Well, it's, it's kind of mean, though. Yeah, no, totally it is, but it's, it's still funny. 
I hate to be that guy, but he kind of deserves it. No, no, he doesn't. But even she didn't fully believe it. Come on, no one's a bigger jerk than he is. That account they made is just telling the truth. Eben knew most of the kids in that group. He had classes with them. Spirit, who's the kid on the account that they're talking about? The ghost of Teenage Future said nothing, but just slowly moved his hand and pointed. The scene changed all around them, and they were standing in one of the school bathrooms. A group of three boys huddled together with their phones. The first boy was smiling wide. Hey, I got a good picture of him during science yesterday, making his classic face. Look, look. The second boy laughed. Ah, that's totally the face he always makes. It's like he hates the world or something. The third boy, not to be outdone by the first, chimed in. But, but look at the one I got. This was at lunch. He's sitting all alone and staring at his pizza like it's his best friend. Oh, come on, said the first boy. He's never been friends with anyone in his life. His face muscles can't possibly know what to do. Oh, I, I think he was like sneezing or something. It definitely wasn't on purpose. The second boy was pleased. Airdrop them. I'll make these into posts for later today. Dude, we are up to 600 followers now. Christmas came early. Eben's stomach churned as he listened. He looked up at the ghost. C come on, man. T tell me, who's the kid that they're making fun of? This is killing me. The spirit said nothing. Well, at, at, at least show me something good. Show me Timmy. He's always positive and happy. What is he doing? The tall ghost turned, his hair flowing to the side, but still no light reached his face. As he turned, the scene changed and turned with them to a bench on the far end of the quad. Bobby and Martha sat there, looking sad. When was the last time he texted you? said Martha. It's, it's been a few weeks, Bobby replied. I, I don't think he's even looking at his phone anymore. Timmy just plays video games all day. He, he's not even doing his at-home learning stuff anymore from what his cousin tells me. Martha shook her head. I wish I could have done something to convince him to stay, you know? We tried, said Bobby. The bullying just got so bad. He, he hated coming to school. You know, he once told me that he didn't feel like he connected with anybody. Like nobody even saw him. I, I tried to, said Martha sadly. I, I just wasn't into all the same stuff he was into, you know? And, I think he could tell that I was being fake. Bobby put a hand on Martha's shoulder. No, you, you weren't being fake. You were trying to be helpful. Maybe I could have done more. I, I don't know. He's got to be so lonely now. I, I miss the big grin he always had. Remember that? His happiness was contagious. I can't believe it's gone. Eben looked at the ghost. What the heck, man? I, I said I wanted to see something happy, and you show me this? This is so depressing. This whole future sucks. And then Eben thought about himself, where he would be found in this whole scenario. But he was afraid he already knew. 
Spirit, come on, who was the student everyone was making fun of? Who they made that meme account about? The ghost turned again, and Eben was standing behind one of the school buildings next to the dumpster by the parking lot. The sounds of lunch and laughter could be heard in the distance. But this spot, this spot was sad indeed. No joy was to be found. And it kind of smelled like old cheese. Two legs could be seen sticking out from the other side of the dumpster, where a kid was sitting all alone. The ghost of teenage future pointed his long, frail finger toward the person behind the dumpster. Is that him? Is, is that the kid everyone's making fun of? The ghost kept pointing. Eben moved closer to the student, but s- stopped suddenly and turned to the ghost. Tell me, man, like, these things can be changed, right? This isn't like a set timeline that can't be altered, or, or else why would you be showing this to me, right? The ghost stayed eerily silent. Eben's curiosity moved him closer to the student, though his fear told him not to look. He turned back to the ghost once more. It doesn't have to be like this. It's not too late. Come on. Come on, say something. The ghost said nothing. Eben inched closer and peered around the dumpster. There sat himself. An older version. Alone, lacking hygiene, disheveled, and above all, devoid of all light. He wasn't even on his phone. The dopamine hits from it wouldn't be enough to avoid the miserable life this pathetic creature had created for himself. Eben turned to the ghost of Teenage Future and grabbed his dark clothes as he begged, No, this can't be what I become. Come on, I can change, I promise. Let me change. I will stop pitying myself and seek to be friends to others. I will, I can totally do it. Just let me do it. Eben fell to his knees and landed on the carpet in his bedroom. In his hands wasn't the dark clothes of a ghost, but the controllers for his VR system. Eben looked around, but only saw blackness. He realized at once that he was wearing his VR headset. He took it off as quick as he could. His clock turned 6.32 a.m., and his alarm went off. It was morning. I'm, I'm back. I, I'm back! He threw open his door and saw his little sister walking down the hallway. Hey, hey, what day is it? She looked at him like he was cray-cray. Um, what? what? What day is it? She replied, um, it's the last day of school before break. Eben celebrated. Awesome! They did it all in one night! All oh, those ghosts! His sister raised her eyebrows. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with me. Everything is awesome. He kissed his sister on the head, which he had never done, and quickly got dressed. Breakfast never tasted so good, and his mom was utterly shocked by his change of attitude on the way to school. Have you made some new friends, honey? No, not at all. Not yet, at least. But I can, and I will. Before the car even came to a stop, Eben was out the door. Bye, Mom, I love you! Eben knew exactly where he would go first. He bolted into the school cafeteria and saw Fred sitting at one of the tables. Hey, Fred! Fred looked up. Oh! What's up, nerd? Eben laughed the heartiest, most good-natured laugh he ever had. (laughs) Yeah, nerd, yes, yes, I'm a nerd, that's correct. But, I mean, aren't we all? Fred scoffed. Speak for yourself. You know what, said Eben? I will. From now on, 
I will. Hey, do you like Questmaster? I'm looking for some people to play with over break. Fred was as surprised as ever. Um, yeah, I, I play a, a, a little. I mean, me and some friends are actually looking for another player, and I would love to. Eben said that louder than he wanted to. They set up the when and the where, and Eben was off to his next destination, the most important one in his mind. He entered the library and tried his best to assume the attitude of his former self. He located Bobby, Martha, and Timmy sitting at the table in the corner and sat down with them. Bobby looked surprised. Oh, Eben, you, you got my email. Great. Martha rolled her eyes. Yeah, great. So glad you're here to work with us. Yeah, said Eben. If you guys could just do all the work and let me get the grade, that would be awesome. It was all Eben could do to keep himself from laughing. Martha, on the other hand, turned visibly livid. Are, are you serious, Eben? Okay, I haven't said anything because I don't like to be rude. Eben spoke up. Did you guys check your email? No, said Bobby. What's in there? Martha kept going. But Eben, you are the laziest group member and maybe even human with the worst attitude that I've ever... Hey, what's this? Bobby said, confused. Eben, you, you finished the presentation? Eben lit up. Yep, and I'm all ready to present with Timmy, if, if you want to do it together, bro. Timmy smiled his big, goofy grin. Oh, that would be so much fun! Martha was floored. Bobby was speechless. And Eben? Well, Eben was himself. For the first time in a long time, he felt like himself and better. And from that moment on, it was said of Eben that he knew how to be a friend more than anyone else at school. His senior year, he was even voted most friendly. He and Timmy started an anime club and became the co-presidents. And Timmy never had a better friend, protector, and advocate than Eben. So in the words of Timmy, God bless us, everyone. I don't know. I, I heard it in a movie once. There you have it. My first ever multi episode story. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you were able to take some lessons for yourself. For me, Eben's transformation is not just a fun little story, but it's something that I kind of went through myself. And it's something I'm very, very passionate about helping teens and young adults do. If you feel friendless, if you feel that nobody understands you, if you feel that nobody even wants to talk to you, I promise you, it's all in your head. And if you can't believe that, then at least believe this. The power of what's in your head can change all that. If it's true that we create our current circumstances, then it's just as true that we can uncreate them. You get to be you. You get to love the things you love. You get to go talk to people. And some people might think you're weird or you're different. And that's cool. They're not your people. You can shine the most and be the happiest by just deciding to be you and being proactive in finding others like you. So this holiday season, 
That's my gift to you, is this story and hopefully a lesson that helps you now or anytime in the future to know that you are someone who can create relationships, friendships that can last a lifetime. Merry Christmas. Teens, would you like to be less of a Scrooge in any part of your life? More positive about making new friends? About getting your work done on time? About managing difficult emotions or reaching goals that you just haven't reached yet? Then all of us at Firmly Founded want to be your coach. Join our Firmly Founded team membership. It's the only coaching membership for teens of its kind. Become more confident. Get more done. Feel better about who you are and become the leader of your life. The new year is quickly approaching, and I say this new year is the perfect time to become the new you that you've always wanted to be. So grab your parents and go to firmlyfounded.com to sign up today. We are still doing a 30-day free trial, so you've got nothing to lose by trying it out. I hope to see you in there.